chuds, crawlers, and shit demons, don't go underground. Stick with us, the Swearwolves. Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. Gentlemen, how are you this week? Doing well. Doing eh. well. For the most part. You're above ground. <laughs> yeah. You're mm. living. Yeah. Where I want to be. Where you want to be. <laughs> Let's talk about things that are not above ground. <laughs> Maybe things that are subterranean. Mm. Got the subterranean blues. <laughs> uh, we watched a couple of movies this week, uh, thanks to Alan's suggestion of uh, movies about creatures underground. Yeah. We only watched two. Yeah. We watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 and 2. <laughs> 1 yes. and 2, Secret of the Here Ooze. we go. Um, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Dude, I totally had that cassette. <laughs> I never I never saw one of the sequels. What? No, I saw the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and loved it. And then I never watched any of the sequels. Oh, you didn't see two? No. Wow. Dude. Ninja. Ninja. I hate rap. Vanilla Ice. No, but uh, dude, two is awesome though. You liked Vanilla Ice as a kid? <laughs> Hell yeah. There was, I think there was a good year where everyone liked Vanilla Ice. Not me. Before they All came right, to Brett, their stop. <laughs> Collaborate and listen. <laughs> listen, it doesn't mean I don't know all the lyrics to Ice Ice Baby, because you heard it everywhere. That's right. Oh, he sucked. <laughs> he sucks so bad. But don't let it ruin the movie for you. Now he fixed his houses, right? Does he have like yeah, a house flipping know. show or something? I'm Rob Van Winkle. I'll fix your house. <laughs> yo, right. yo, yo, this vanilla ice we're down here in Miami. <laughs> we're flipping houses. We're flipping houses. Is that how he talks? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's how he talks in my head. <laughs> I'm flipping houses like should uh, Knight flip me over that balcony when he <laughs> got all the royalties from my That's soul. Right. Oh, uh, Suge Knight. Oh, God. He's, yeah. in, he's in prison now, right? I think he's out. No. Yeah. I think he's back in. All right, we'll I thought he was back in. We'll Google it. Yeah. Let's talk about Chud. Chud. All right. This movie came out in 1984. You guys have never seen this one. I right? had never seen this movie. I've seen this movie box art. Yeah, yeah, right. So many times. Yeah, and this is another, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, movies that I think I've seen. <laughs> and then as I'm watching, I'm like, I have not seen this not movie. Seen and it. this is in that category. Yeah, yeah, and this for me was always like, I should really watch this movie. It's and definitely a video store staple. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Every yeah. video store you go to, you see Chud. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um, I, I've been on this tagline kick. <laughs> Here's the tagline for the movie poster of Chud. You thought you thought Zodiac was a long one. <laughs> <laughs> a recent article in a news, New York newspaper reported that there were large colonies of people living under the city. The paper was incorrect. What is living under the city is not human. Chud is under the city. They're not staying down there anymore. 
Oh my God. That's the tagline. <laughs> That's like two breaths. <laughs> That's really long. That like is as long kind of as poetic. the script. That is inefficient. I think it was a haiku. <laughs> they should have made it a haiku. We should do hi- yeah, haiku. Chud haikus. Um, it was directed by Douglas Cheek, written by Parnell Hall. No, nothing. I don't think those people ever did anything ever after this. Um, but it stars John Hurd and Daniel Stern. Yep. Um, okay. From Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to get to that. We'll get to I that. have a whole little diatribe about that. That's sweet. In a little bit. And I even wrote it down uh, so I wouldn't forget. <clears throat> Hold on. I got to have a drink of my mm. tasty yeah, I'll, I'll join beverage. you. You can vamp while we're mm. drinking. All right, so the movie opens up with this woman walking her dog in uh, an empty New York City street in the middle of the night. But who the fuck does that? Late night dog walk. And does this even exist? What's like an empty New York street? Like I've never been to New York City. Have you guys ever been to New York City? Are the streets empty? No, not usually. Ever? No, that like, was definitely I always a, imagine, back, a back lot. I always imagine like everybody, like there's people on the streets at all time in New York. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Whether it's a doo-wop group on the corner <laughs> singing around a bonfire or it's homeless people or just people. Yeah. Yeah. Or a guy running a scam on a corner flipping yeah. a coin. Yeah. He's hey, like, he's got a piece of straw hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> so, pick the joke. I pick the joke. Or the guy with the fake Rolexes. Yeah. yeah. One of my watch. <laughs> Um, but, uh, anyway, she's walking her dog and she walks past this manhole and the manhole cover opens up and something grabs her and drags her, both her and And the dog dog down underground. Hell's bells. They got the dog. (laughs) And, um, that's, that's that they got got. Mm -hmm. So John Hurd plays George Cooper. He's a semi-famous fashion photographer who lives with his model girlfriend, Lauren. Mm. And uh, we find out that George has started to give up on fa- the fashion industry, and he's decided to start photographing more important things like homeless people living <laughs> underground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> we find out a bit about him for a little while. Any thoughts on on this character? Uh this character played by John Hurd, he, I guess, did a an, an article or a publication on some of the homeless people he photog he you know he photographed yeah. them, and uh, I guess he's trying to make it big, you know he's trying to do he's, well he's also things. trying to make it known that yeah. there's these people that are getting ignored yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's like an activist angle. There's right. this whole community that we're ignoring as a society. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> they all live in the sewers and in the old subway stations. Right. But um he's got like a um uh, an answering machine, like there was like a whole conversation <laughs> with a guy. Yeah. Like over his answering machine. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but Remember answering me of, machines? Oh yeah, I made me think of when I was a kid, um my phone number was uh, if you flip two digits, you got Domino's Pizza oh, instead nice. of my house. So we got calls for Domino's <laughs> all the time. And my dad, uh, half jokingly, like changed our answering machine greeting once to like, hey, thanks for calling Domino's Pizza. Uh, we're all busy, you know, throwing pizza in the air right now. Uh, why don't you leave us your order and uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll deliver it or whatever. And we had people that would leave. Yeah. Yeah. So after a couple of days, he's like, "Uh oh, no, bad idea." Yeah. People Do you remember? Like, Where's my pizza? <laughs> Do you remember those? 
they used to sell the tapes for answering machine messages. Oh yeah. It's like, I'm glad you called, but I'm not home. I'll be home before too long. You gotta wait for the beat. You gotta leave your name, leave your number, wait for the beat. We had one of those tapes. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. Nobody's we, home. Nobody's home. Nobody's home. We, we had, had a phone that had it didn't we, use the tapes anymore, it had the, the digital you could record. Oh, well, it. Yeah. Fucking Look at die. you, fancy yeah. fancy. We yeah. had a, uh, I remember there's one it was, it was like real the so, re- so nice. real back when I was oh, there. Fuck that. The sound of we had one that was the sound of music. It was like, my phone is alive with the sound of ringing. <laughs> Do you remember that Seinfeld episode where George has the uh, oh. American hero or whatever? Oh, Do you I'm not, not at home. George isn't at home. <laughs> Do you remember the Seinfeld episode where Kramer keeps getting the movie phone calls? <laughs> yes. He's like, Thank you for calling movie phone. <laughs> why don't you, why just, don't you just tell me the name of the movie you'd like to see? <laughs> oh, fuck. You have selected Brown Eyed Girl. <laughs> If this is correct, why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you would like to see? <laughs> um, um, believe it or not, I'm not home. So <clears throat> there's also a police captain. His name is Bosch. And he's. we find out, I don't know immediately, but we find out that he is the husband of the woman who was walking right. the dog. Yeah, and, and the way we find that out is Daniel Stern, his character um, is a... A soup kitchen operator. Yeah, He's, yeah. He, he runs, you know, soup kitchen for the homeless. Yeah, basically a homeless shelter, and he feeds them. Right. And he's kind of a homeless guy too, isn't he? Yeah. So. And he plays the reverend. Yeah. 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 He's not a reverend, but that that's they call him that, 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 that's what they AJ, call him. AJ the Reverend Shepherd. Yeah. So, uh, how it starts is basically he puts in a missing persons report. He notices that there's homeless people that go missing. So. Uh, at the police station, one of the officers is going through reports and Captain Bosch is like, you know, what do we got? And he's like, ah, oh, you know, some, she's like some murders, some this, some of that. And it's like, oh, there's a missing persons report. He's like, what? Why didn't you tell me? And at that point, we don't, we don't understand why he's so interested in the missing persons report. But it turns out, um, like you said, his he's wife. He's interested because his wife His missing. wife went missing. Mm-hmm. So that report was submitted by... Um, AJ, Daniel Stern's character. So he goes to see him and that's where uh, they basically, uh, you know, discuss, you know, what, what's going on here exactly, you know, and, and Daniel Stern's concern. Yep. Um, Side note. So we already discussed that John Hurd and Daniel Stern are in this movie. What Mm -hmm. two other films are they in together? Well, home Alone, Home Alone 2. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> but you, you cheeky bastard. So so I, I wrote this as I was typing up my notes. I was like, you know, they should have combined Chud and Home Alone 2. <laughs> yeah, And it should have been like Kevin's dad is actually George from Chud. And they're go- he's going back to the oh. city that he left. <laughs> and he runs into the Reverend, who is Daniel Stern. But he's turned to a life of crime because that was the only way out of the homeless lifestyle. And so the Reverend and George rekindle their friendship only to find out that the Reverend wants to kill George's son, Kevin. But meanwhile, the Chud creatures are back and Kevin designs a series of intricate traps to kill, <laughs> to kill the Chuds. <laughs> I love it. I think that's a good movie. There you go. Right. And then they bring in uh, Joe Pesci's character from Goodfellas and kills them all. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sticky bandits. Uh, but I, bandits. <clears throat> I digress. Um, <laughs> so Bosch goes to the homeless shelter, like he said, uh, interviews the Reverend. 
Uh, and he believes that the recent surge of missing people is uh, part of some big government conspiracy. Yeah, the reverend suspects something going on. Yeah. He's like, this ain't no disco. Yeah. <laughs> that was a weird line. Supper club. This, this ain't is no party. LA. This ain't no disco. All is I the talking heads? To? Oh, is yeah. This so <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but he also shows Bosch that he's found like some radiation suit pieces like one of those radiation badge thingies. And uh, they even find a radiation detector. Right. uh, That works and it starts going crazy. Yeah. Like that, that clicking sound. Yeah. 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 And at this part of the movie, of a radiation detector. It, it correlates a Geiger counter or something. <laughs> no, is it a Geiger? It's a Geiger counter. I don't what know what they use for. Uh, oh no, that's a seismograph. I don't know. Seismograph is for earthquakes. And yeah. Stuff, right? Yeah. I think the Geiger counter is radiation. Oh, that's what it's called. I called it a radiation detector thingy. That's what it should be called. <laughs> An RDT. <laughs> Go ahead, Alan. I'm well, no. <laughs> it's it's around this time of the movie where <laughs> Alan's so uh, serious about Chud. We're talking about <laughs> seismographs and Daniel Stern Stop and riffing on Chud. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin McAllister. <laughs> no. Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> nice cheese pizza just for me. Mm. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> oh. No, so. So John Hurt's character, George, it's around this time where... Uh, well, you're going back to George? Well, yeah, because it's important because the, there's a homeless woman at the police station that they, they arrested because <coughs> oh, she tried yeah, to steal that, a gun. Yeah, yeah. That lady. So she makes a phone call. She calls George. She calls George, and George comes to get her. He's, he's kind of watching... How does she know George's number? Um, she got a homeless Rolodex? Well, he's the one that he's the one that interacted with all of them. I know, but think about this. This is a time period where you didn't have cell phones. You didn't have cell phones, but so people, I, she memorized his phone number. Yeah, I remember being a kid and and knowing remember, all my friends' phone numbers because we didn't have smartphones. Yeah, remember remember remembering things? Yeah, absolutely. I remember. I don't know. Let me Google that. Yeah, I used yep. to be able to remember there it is. ten. I remembered things. Oh, yeah. ten numbers. I still remember ten a bunch whole of numbers. Yeah, in a row. Yeah, I only had ten friends, so I only I could remember ten numbers. Oh, you mean 10 different <laughs> phone numbers? I think yeah. you had 10 numbers like no. 480. 10 phone numbers. <laughs> I still remember a lot of my friends' phone numbers from when we were kids. Yeah. Say, say one of them and have call people call them. No. <laughs> <laughs> say one of them out loud. Is there a friend that you don't like whose number you remember? Uh, no, no, we're all still friends. Really? From high school? Well, I mean, we're not enemies. Oh. Well, you grew up here, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know any of my friends anymore. <laughs> I don't have any friends. I got you guys. Oh my friends! I see there. you guys once every this four is weeks. A, this is a sad. Episode. <laughs> this this is the best I could do. These two guys. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Fuck you. You can Uber at home. <laughs> All right. So John Hurd goes down and meets up with the homeless chick who's got his number memorized, and he's being tailed. Oh yeah. 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 The cop following him, and he's like, ah, I'm not gonna follow them. They go into the subway. They get you know. Yeah. Like, he ah, doesn't want to follow them down to the sewer because yeah. it stinks. So this yeah, is where down there. Yeah. So this is where he encounters some and he's like, geez, what happened to your leg? And his leg, this guy down in the sewer got bit. He, he got bit by alligator. Something. Yeah, he got bit yeah. by something. This is a sequel to the movie Alligator. Yeah. yeah. So this correlates with what uh the uh the captain and the reverend are trying to figure out. They suspect something. And so they meet up with city officials. <clears throat> yeah, so the captain and the uh, reverend take their information and all this evidence to uh, the superiors and to the NRC, 
which is yeah. the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, yeah. and they scoff at their theory, but seemingly they have something to hide, the yeah. NRC guy. Yeah, so they bust out some photographs that they actually they stole from John Hurd's apartment. John Hurd's apartment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, finally, the NRC guy admits that there's creatures. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it doesn't take much. They, yeah. they don't have to twist his arm too much. Yeah. Right. Oh, you mean the chuds? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, there's creatures that have mutated um, from human beings um, because of the radiation and toxic waste. that They have turned hideous, flesh-eating monsters. And these are the chud, the cannibalistic yeah. humanoid underground dwellers. Yep. Um, but the chuds have eaten up pretty much all the homeless people that live underground. So where do they go next? Up above. Yep, they're getting hungry. Yeah. And so... Um, they find a dead one. They find a dead chud? Yeah. They do? Yeah, some of the gas line workers. Oh, they yeah, They find that's one. Right. So the that EPA guy or whatever, he's like, oh, you know, there's just one. And the and the uh, the captain's it died like of measles. The captain's like he Fucking wants to make anti-vaxxers. sure. <laughs> the captain wants to make sure, so he's like, you know, I want you know I want my guys to go with down there with your guys. He's like, no, 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 and you know, they got flamethrowers. So ultimately, you know, they oh, can't yeah. they can't tell them no. So they <laughs> yeah, they have there. the video. They have the videotape and everything. And, and sure enough, the there's more. Crew. Yeah, they all get got though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But then George John Hurd decides to go back down there. For some reason, he goes back down there. Well, no, he doesn't decide to. There's a journalist who's kind of harassing him. Oh, and yeah. He's yeah, like, look, yeah, yeah. he's like, you've been down there. I want to know what's going on down there. So he takes him down there. He takes him down there. And then the Reverend goes down there, too. And the Reverend is getting tailed by one of the NRC. Well, the folks. Reverend's, yeah, the Reverend's down there. And, and, uh, cause he's trying to get people out of there, right? Cause doesn't he want to save those people? Cause he knows they're going to get gassed up. No, at first, he doesn't know. Oh, well, anyway, he goes down there, but he gets locked down there. He gets there. locked yeah, down there. Yeah, he gets there. trapped. Yeah, he gets trapped. And then uh, the reporter that's with John Hurd gets got. Yep. And so, so got John, John Hurd and, and the Reverend and the finally Reverend. meet up, which yeah. they never did in the Home Alone movies. That's right. right. Yeah, no screen time together. So this yep. is their this only is their... screen time together. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you go the Home Alone 2 route that I have. Yes. <laughs> Home Alone 2, Chud 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. That's the title. Home Alone 2, colon, Chud 3. Yes. I love it. Um, <laughs> two in one. Yeah. Uh, so he's there down there. But meanwhile, John Hurd's girlfriend's at their apartment. Yeah. And there's a fucking creature coming up through their basement. Yeah. yeah. And like she's taking a shower and the drain's clogged and she like stabs the drain and blood like sprays <laughs> yeah. out kills her or no, it doesn't kill her but it sprays it, all over her yeah. it, it makes quite the mess yeah and then like some little kids playing with a ball yeah and there's like a creature pounding on the door yeah creature breaks <laughs> out he avoids the little kid but he goes up to John Hurd's apartment because he knows that's where you go right mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't know why he picks that apartment <laughs> he's like oh you got a dark room sweet <laughs> <laughs> I'm an amateur photographer myself. Or I was before I was a cannibalistic <laughs> mm. humanoid underground dweller. Yeah, their storage area had access to the sewer. Yeah. I don't know if that was a common thing in New York. I guess it was. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, she's getting attacked. Yeah. She she boards up the door. Yeah. Meanwhile, John Hurd and Daniel Stern. They're stuck in the sewer. They're stuck in the sewer. They find yeah, the they camera find equipment. Yeah. yeah. And they like, and the gas starts to make its way through the sewer. Yeah. And so they're like, we're getting trapped down here. Yeah. They call in to the police or the police get, receive the broadcast 
And Bosch gets word of it. And he's like, tell him to meet me or meet me at this place. Yeah. One thing that I want to say, too, is that John Goodman and Jay Thomas are the biggest that, yeah. dickhead cops in the world. <laughs> yeah. They're well, like John Goodman cameo. And they, yeah. get, they get got, too. They do get got, but they deserved it because they're like yeah. Harvey Weinstein level of like <laughs> sexual predators. Yeah, yeah. They're a little pervy. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but they're, they're these cops on the beat, and they go into this diner, and they're like flirting with this waitress. And she's making them hamburgers. And then uh, Chud comes in and just demolishes the whole diner. Yeah. Like, just kills everybody. Which also leads me to, like, what kind of appetite do these fuckers have? Like, it's just, they go, you would think they're killing to eat, right? Yeah. But they're killing, 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 killing. Like, do they ever get full? How do they get nourished? Because even, like, a bear, a grizzly bear, when it's full, like, you can go up to it and, like, rub its belly almost. Mm. Yeah. Maybe it's fun for them. They enjoy it. <laughs> so they're doing it for sport. For pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're really like. And these chuds used to be homeless people. Oh, yeah. So maybe they're. Uh... They're like, fuck these upper yeah. dwellers. Yeah. <laughs> we're underground dwellers. Yeah. Now we're cannibalistic. Um, The head of the NRC is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so his plan is to inject gas in the sewers like we talked about. I had that gas note in- underlined multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> uh the John Hurd's girlfriend, she escapes. And she hacks one of the uh Chud's heads off with a sword. Yeah. That was pretty, yeah, that like was a samurai cool. sword yeah. Yeah. had up on the that? wall. Awesome. Yeah. The nuclear regulatory commission is directly involved with yeah. Yeah, they find out ultimately. They found out there was toxic waste yeah. down in the sewer. Yeah, and it was labeled. Uh, yeah, where did contaminated have... hazard urban yeah. disposal, yeah. which and is also chud. Yeah, and that's what ultimately what that guy was trying to hide. You know, the fact that they yeah. discovered a chud, he was like, "Oh crap!" And he was like, "Oh well, there's only one, and then there's more, and then ultimately they find out that there's fucking yeah." But he's hiding the fact. If that I was they... running a scam and like. You know, keeping toxic waste down there. I'd probably label those canisters differently. Yeah, like like bazooka joke bubblegum. Yeah. Soda yeah. pop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or if you don't want anybody to open, just put poop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and not dog poop, human poop. Yeah, this human feces. <laughs> don't open it. Uh, Captain Bosch argues with the head of the NRC about filling up the super sewers with gas as it endangers the entire city. Well, no shit. Yeah. Right? Like one person like smokes, lights up a cigarette and the, the whole one, fucking town blows up. The one guy was like, you're crazy. You're going to blow up the whole city. And he's like, oh, no, it's just a section of Soho. It's yeah. No big deal. It's like, okay. So John Hurd and the Reverend are underground. Uh, they've communicated that they're trapped. Bosch says, go to a certain manhole and I'll meet you there. Yeah. But the head of the NRC like fights him. Yeah. But Bosch overpowers him. And he knocks him out him. with a phantom punch. Yeah. Doosh. <laughs> he just says doosh and the guy Doosh. goes down. Uh, the girlfriend gets into a cop car. She drives downtown to where all the action is. How she knows where to go. How'd she know where to go? I don't remember. I don't <laughs> she know. She just drives. She just drives. Like, just people. drive. There's people. This is all within the same area. Mm. So... Um, the head of the NRC catches up with Bosch, though. Yeah. And he shoots him. Shoots him. But John Hurd and Daniel Stern escape. Yeah. But then the head of the NRC is going to run them yeah. over. To which Daniel Stern's like, fuck this. He grabs Bosch's gun and shoots, shoots him. him. Yeah. And then the truck blows up over the manhole cover. Yeah. <laughs> but 
the gas has killed everything underneath the city, but why doesn't the explosion from the truck ignite all the gas? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, George and his girlfriend, the Reverend, and uh, even Bosch is still alive. Yeah, they survived. Kinda well, like Bosch is bleeding to death, yeah. and uh, Daniel Stern like comes over and kind of caresses his cheek or something, or pats his head, and he's like, "Hey, nice shot." Yeah. If I was the cop, I'd be like, hey, why don't you call an ambulance? Yeah. I'm, I'm shot Somebody pretty good over here. Out. He's like, what's the number? I don't have that one memorized. I only have John Hurd's number memorized. Let me get memorized. my Rolodex and look so under the nines. That's the end, pretty much. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll rate this one first. I'm going to give it two and a half Pamela Voorhees heads. Okay. I was actually pleasantly surprised with this. This wasn't a bad movie at all. Um, the more I watched it, yeah. actually, the more I liked it. Yeah. It started off slow. And I was a little like, okay, kind of let's let's get to something. There was a lot of like '70s music and like, well, I guess it was the '70s 80s. music, <laughs> '80s music. But it was a lot of it, like. Did you know the score was done by one of the guys from that band OMD? I don't know what OMD is. They did that song, uh, uh, "If You Leave." I touch you once. I, I touch, touch you twice. twice. I won't let go at any price. Yeah. I need the keyboard. <laughs> that's, that's a keyboard player. That's pretty good, guys. Uh, <laughs> still be friends. Well, it was common for a lot of musical groups to have mm-hmm. a member do musical oh, sure. scores. So, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the creatures were a bit goofy looking. I agree. <laughs> With their glowy they eyes. They weren't very scary. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it um, but I like the story. I thought yeah. the story was really cool and all the silly things aside. Yeah. Um, it's not a bad flick. And uh, I'm glad I watched it. Um, like I said, I remember seeing the cover box all the time Yeah, and going, God, I should really watch that. And I don't know why I never did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, two and a half Pamela Voorhees heads from, uh, me. Dave, what do you think? I went two and a half also, um, very similar thoughts. I thought that it dragged a little bit in the beginning. I was like, all right, come on, come on. And once (laughs) it got going, I thought it was good. It reminded me of, um, kind of a wannabe John Carpenter movie Mm. a little bit. Um, but overall, I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, it's one that I, I don't feel like I'll need to revisit anytime soon. Mm. Um, but I enjoyed it for what it was. So two and a half for me. Yeah. Remind me to say something about the wannabe John Carpenter thing. Cool. Oh, uh, I gave it three and a half. Three and a half? Yeah, okay. I liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, you know, I didn't think it needed to be scary. Um, I thought it was a great story. I thought the acting was great. Um, you know, especially during a time where you had a lot of slashers and that sort of thing. I really think that John Hurd did a good job. Yeah, John Hurd was fantastic. I liked his acting. He was very natural, very Um, like... I thought the guy who played Bosch was pretty good too. Yeah, Christopher Curry did an awesome job. Uh, Daniel Stern was great. I thought the I thought the acting was very convincing. I thought the music was great too. Um, It had its own theme. Um, Anytime a a horror movie has a theme associated with it, I always think that's kind of cool. Like it gives it, it... you know, an extra personal touch. So I like that it had a, a theme song of sorts. It was at the beginning and at the end. Um, no, but I thought it was a great story. Um, I thought, uh, uh, you know, some of the uh, some of the effects were pretty good too. And I thought I thought the creature was cool. You know, it looked a little goofy, but you know, hey, a lot of these creatures look goofy in a lot of these <laughs> movies. So you know, I'll take it. So yeah, three and a half. That was solid. Yeah, you know, and I'll watch it again. Cool. Yeah. Um, definitely check it out. Oh, what I was going to say about the John Carpenter. Oh yeah. Thing. I want to be Johnny, uh, John Carpenter, Johnny. So way off topic, but, um, I was watching walking dead season premiere. Yeah. 
did you notice when they were doing the Negan stuff that the music was very like they live almost? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, like John Carpenter. Yeah, I did notice that. And uh, he's walking alone, and it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I can't do it, but it wasn't like a porn, but <laughs> but it was very like John Carpenter like esque esque. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good soundtracks out there. And, uh, you know, John Carpenter is one of the, you know, most Better well-known ones. guys out there. But there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good stuff out there, too. Yeah, like this guy that, who, you know, touch me once, touch me twice. <laughs> um, all right. So the second film we decided to watch was another film about underground people-ish things. Um, this was a movie, came out in 2005. 2005, yeah. It's called The Descent. Tagline for the descent: Face your deepest fear. Ooh. Ooh, four words. Yeah. Face your deepest fear. Yeah, what's that your, works. What's your deepest fear? Boredom. No, I don't know. Also snakes. No. <laughs> okay, now you're just saying stuff. <laughs> just, you say, I said, "What's your deepest fear?" Boredom. No, I'm just kidding. Boredom. Snakes. <laughs> no, not really. I ain't afraid of nothing. <laughs> nothing and nobody. Do you, a, do you have a deepest fear? Yeah, being stuck in traffic and. Crapping my pants. Wouldn't <laughs> that, that be terrible? That would be awful. Oh, oh that's like my deepest fear. That's it's pretty deep. You know what you got to do though? You got to face it, Alan. So you got to just <laughs> just sit in do your so- soil yourself and sit in it for a little bit, <laughs> and you'd be like, eh, "This isn't so." Take bad. some uh, laxative and then go drive during rush hour. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yikes! I've thrown up in the car before, <laughs> like you? while I've drive while I'm driving. Did you roll the window down and projectile vomit out the window like a champ, or did it get all over the car? Um, I had a plastic bag in the car and I threw up in that and then I tossed the plastic bag out the car. (laughs) Oh, litter bug, litter bug. But I tossed it at an asshole. Oh, there you go. All right, cool. I think he was. all right. Um, he had a Chicago Blackhawks sticker. (laughs) I don't know that for some reason that guy's probably an asshole. Uh, I'm not a hockey fan. Um, this movie was directed by Neil Marshall, written by Neil Marshall. Neil Marshall also uh, directed a movie called Dog Soldiers, which I haven't seen. I've seen it. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, it's good from what I remember. He's also directing the new Hellboy movie this year. Oh, cool. 2019. Um, and uh, Skull Island, Blood of the Kong, which Mm. I think is another new movie coming out. Uh, so he's getting some work. Yeah. Yeah. For you, it only Neil took Marshall. him 14 years. <laughs> um, stars a bunch of people who there's really no names in this. I mean, maybe their names in it's a very international cast, their home yeah. countries. Yeah, uh, Shauna McDonald, Natalie Mendoza, Alex Reed, Sasika Mulder, Mayana Burring, and Nora Jane Noon. We're sorry for butchering your names. No, I'm not, because that's how you pronounce every single one of those. Okay. Especially um, Mayana Burring. It's perfect. I'm going to try to go away from my notes right now, because I just watched this movie last night. Right. So I should have it fresh in my head. Yeah. This has got a pretty basic formula, too. It does have a pretty basic formula. We open up. There's these three chicks. They're on a raft, and they're whitewater rafting. And on the shore is uh, a husband and a daughter to one uh, one of the women. And they like, they're like, yeah, we're red water rap. Woo! Woo! We're doing it. It's like a juicy fruit commercial. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they finally get to the end, and the <laughs> husband and the daughter are there, and they're like, yay, mom's back. 
And um, <laughs> and one of the women stands up and she's like all celebratory and they push her over. Yeah. And she gets wet. I was like, what the fuck? Why did they do that? <laughs> yeah, because they're because they're assholes. It was such her. a dick move. Yeah, it was. But she deserves it in the long run because. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll t- talk about we'll that get in a to second. that. Yeah, but Juno. yeah, her name's Juno. There's really only two women that I memorized their names: the main girl Sarah and this girl Juno. Right. So Juno gets pushed off. Sarah's the mom and the wife. And she goes to the shore and starts talking to her daughter. But meanwhile, the husband goes to get Juno out of the water. And he's like a little too familiar with Juno. Yeah, yeah. Something seems off. And the third girl, she's just like, Meh. but she looks over and she sees this. And she's like, what the hmm. fuck is going on? Why is this guy so concerned about yeah. Juno? What fuckery oh. is this? I didn't notice that. You didn't notice yeah. that? No. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, because it was so early in the film, I was trying to figure out who was who. And, yeah. you know, at this point... You didn't know what was going on. Right. Yeah. 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 It was pretty, like... I don't even know. Like, they weren't trying to hide anything either, right? Like... No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> anyway. So, now Sarah and her husband and her daughter get in their car and they're driving away. And the husband's driving they're in Europe, so he's on the right side. He's kind of out of it, too. He's out of it. He's distant. He's distracted. Yeah, yeah. he's got something on his he's mind. He's thinking about Juno. Mm-hmm. Thinking about Juno. Yeah. Thinking about that wet <laughs> Juno. <laughs> um, and Sarah says, like, oh, you seem out of it. And he, like, turns to her while he's driving, like you do. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and he loses, like, side of the road or whatever. And there's a car coming. And he slams right into the car. The car has a bunch of posts on top of it, poles. Yep. Yeah. And they go r- piercing through the vehicle. Boom. Shish kebab. Yeah. Two shish kebabs. Yep. Sarah, Sarah survives, but her husband, husband and daughter both get kebabbed. Yep. Yeah. She wakes up in the hospital and she's freaking out and they calm her down. Now we flash to one year later. Yeah. Yep. Appalachian Mountains, you good old USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. America. Proud to be in America. <laughs> um, and it's like seemingly the first time that she's been out with her friends probably yeah. since the accident happened. It's right? like a reunion yeah. of sorts. Well, yeah. I got the sense they every year they get together and they do yeah. like an adventure. Yeah. So they probably get together quite often. There's like seven or eight of them. Yeah. There's a big group. There's six of them. Is there only six? There's six. Yeah. There's okay. six of them. Okay. There's six of them. They so, get. Yeah. We get introduced to three more characters at this cabin. Yeah, and they go. Yeah, they're out in this cabin. They're all partying, camping. They're gonna go exploring yeah. uh, a cave the next yeah. morning. Yeah, do some spelunking. Yeah. yeah. So it's at it's this part of the film where we realize that they're thrill seekers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they were whitewater rafting. Yeah. They're kind of adventurous, athletic types. Yeah. They probably do like mountain mm-hmm. biking and yeah. climbing and yeah, hiking. Red Bull sponsorships. Yeah. Or yeah. 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 They hang out with ex gamers. Mm-hmm. Next morning they wake up, they all go out to this cave. Yeah. And they descend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the descent. We got a title, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they descend into this big ass cave on the side of this mountain. And everything's cool. Yeah. Like yeah, everything's beautiful. Fun. Yep. They're eating lunch. <laughs> yeah. They're they're looking around. They're yeah. joking. They're f- they're, f- they're filming. filming. Yeah. yeah. She's got yeah. a camera. 
uh, the one girl does. Mm-hmm. And then they find uh, the next passage because it's like they have this passage ways that they have to go through. Yeah. And it's like the narrowest fucking passage. Oh, it's so crazy. In the yeah, history of passages. I felt very uncomfortable uh, watching yeah. them squeeze through that narrow yeah, passage. Yeah, this was very claustrophobic. Oh, for sure. Very intense scene. Yeah. Um, they all get through except for Sarah's the last one and she gets stuck. And she's like screaming for help. And one of the girls goes down there and she's like calming her down and everything. But as she's, she's having like a full blown panic. Yeah. Yeah. As she's calming her down and she's about ready to get yeah. out, the the passageway starts collapsing in. Yeah. Yep. And, and she's like, all right, hurry. <laughs> get yeah. the fuck out of yeah. here. Come on. Yeah. They, by the skin of their teeth, make it out. Yeah. It's very Indiana Jones. Yeah. Collapsing temple. She forgot her hat and she reached yeah, out. Yeah, reach out and grab it as the music. <laughs> Just <in time. laughs> and I think from the this time. Is John Williams' cue comes in. I think Short from, round. From the time that when they they entered the, the cave, she was hearing things too. Well, and a couple of times she thought she saw something kind of out of the corner of her eye. Yeah. Um, and did you guys pick, you know, we, we talked about when we were discussing Chud, like some of the Carpenter-esque type stuff. Um, this one, the music was very similar to the thing. Oh, like yeah. a, a couple times, like when she thought she saw something, they had a little dun dun kind yeah. of sound. Mm. It's cool. Yeah, it had that Morricone sound. Yeah, she's just got like uh, she's very paranoid, and she feels like there's something down there. Yeah. yeah, well, and this is the part of the film where we find out that Juno is a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it because... was actually before this part where I thought she was really fucking annoying, mm-hmm. and then yeah, you're right. It's at this part. It's like, oh, she's also a bitch. Yeah, too. she's also a fucking bitch <laughs> because uh, the one girl's like, one of the girls is like, well, it's no big deal. There's many ways out of this passage. Like right. I read about it in the book, right, Juno? And Juno's like, uh, she's like, the where's book. the book? And she's like, I didn't bring it. Why yeah. didn't you bring the book? Well, because we're not in that fucking cave. Yeah, yeah. We're in a different cave. We're in a different cave that no one's ever explored before. Yeah. And I thought it would be cool for us to go down here for our adventure. Yeah, we'll explore it. We'll name it. And yeah. they brought up like, you know, well, what about the Rangers? They'll find us eventually. And she's yeah. like, well, I, I told them we'd be at the other cave. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, great. nice going, Juno. Yep. <sighs> Juno, you're the worst. <laughs> teenage pregnant girl. Juno. 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 <laughs> good, good movie. <laughs> you know, Michael Sarah. Mm-hmm. There's another crossover like uh, Chud in Home Alone. We got Juno yeah. and the Descent. <laughs> yeah. She's all pissed off because Michael Sarah got her pregnant when she yeah. was in high school. So she's stuck in this cave with, with Michael Sarah. With this bouncing Juno. pork sword. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like they're jogging and she like oh. makes a joke about their pork swords oh. bouncing in their little gym shorts. If I'm stuck that. in a cave with Michael Sarah and a group of people, guess what? <laughs> Michael Sarah's the first to go. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys that. Like, what if like we're driving out to California like for our road trip or whatever and we mm-hmm. get caught in like some town in the middle of nowhere because David takes a wrong turn? <laughs> Sorry, guys. And uh, he's like, we got to stop by the worst Burger King in the world. And he takes a wrong turn. <laughs> and... We missed the General Patton Museum, and yeah, and then it turns out it, actually I took that turn on purpose because yeah. I discovered something new, and I thought we could name it together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little adventure. Yeah, and we're out there. Like, how long before? Like, what do you, what do you guys do? Like, how long before you just freak out on David, Alan, for being a dickhead? Well, the car doesn't work, or what? Oh yeah, the car breaks down. Car we're breaks like down. hills have no eyes territory. I don't know. Fucking David's dead. Seemed like David's a, dead. <laughs> seemed like a patient. Yeah, <laughs> you got to keep him around for something. 
For what? Hostage. I'm, I'm delightful. You gotta keep me around. Take him. I think he knows a little something about cars, though, right? Uh, Your dad does. At my least. dad does. I call my dad. No cell phone service. Oh shit. Where would we be that there would be no cell phone service, though? Like you'd have to be like in Antarctica. Yeah. Like, oh, there's. There's. I mean, a there's lot dead spots, but Indio like or Indio. I don't know. There's a lot of area in Southern California, the desert, Nevada. There's a lot of area in Nevada where it's just dead. You don't get any cell That's true. service. Yep. Driven through there. New Mexico. New Mexico. That's where Hills Have Eyes takes place. Yeah. Because that's where they did all that fucking bomb testing. Yeah. In the 50s mm. and 60s. Anyway, sorry. I digress. Yeah, so they but, figure out like Juno. But Juno's an like, asshole. Juno's, yeah. Juno's a bitch. They're like, what the yeah. fuck, Juno? Like, you, you pretty much fucked us. <laughs> It's, like, it's okay. We'll, you know, we'll we'll make our own path. We'll find a way yeah, out. We're gonna yeah. find a way out. So they start. They have to move forward. Yeah. Yep. This is where the movie really picks up. It does. They get to this area where there's like a cliff, or like a drop off, like a chasm, yeah. and they gotta like, like American Ninja Warrior. It yeah, across. they gotta crawl across like so you, crazy the top of the cave. Yeah, but when the girl is like clipping in, she notices that there's equipment from other. Yeah, the spelunkers before her. Yeah, yeah, and it looks really old and yeah. weathered. Like this is somebody was down here a long time ago. And they take it off and they look at it and they're like, "This is like a hundred years old." It's like hundred, yeah. yeah. And if nobody's ever reported, it, those people died here. It's crazy. Yeah. And they find some like hieroglyphics on the walls. Yeah, wow. like uh, like Native American. Like, yeah, cave paintings. Cave yeah. paintings, but it shows that there's an exit. Yeah, one yeah. of the girls was smart enough to notice. Like, hey, there's two. Look, there's a hole. Yeah. Yep. And so they start going on and then this girl like thinks she sees daylight. Yeah. And so she starts running. Yeah. Like an asshole. Yeah. Stupid. Who is this girl? Yeah, they're like, Don't run. And she's like, Fuck you guys. And she's like, I'm out. And yeah. she was like the new she's one. The, to the and group. wasn't she the guide? Or no, she yeah, was no, just no, like right. a she new one to yeah. the group. Yeah. She was like the, the short haired girl. Yeah, she was yeah. a Scottish girl. Yeah. She's like, He's a bunch of shite. Shite. <laughs> she yeah. did say that shite. <laughs> With the lowest of the low. <laughs> Train spotting. Uh, so she fucks up her leg. So this is like big oh, time. Like, I, fuck. I was telling you guys, like my daughter came in and she decided to start watching this with yeah. me. And I'm like, okay, eh, I've seen it before. No big deal. Um, this chick falls and busts her leg. Her bone is sticking out. Yeah. And my daughter loses her shit. Like she started crying. <laughs> so bad and i text messaged you guys and i was like what kind of pussy am i raising <laughs> of course i was joking grow up but she lost her shit like i had to console her my poor wife little lamb it was her, pretty yeah. gross because yeah the bone pops out and then they got to set it so they, they got to push the bone back in through the skin it's yeah. pretty gross meanwhile my wife had me watching dr pimple popper the other oh, night oh that's stuff's so oh, gross dude it's so gnarly i had to turn it i had to turn away i couldn't watch it it looked like dude. cottage cheese was coming out of this guy's chest I, it's strangely satisfying no yes. no it is no. I, let me tell you gross. something. It's I cannot, I cannot turn away from it. <laughs> you can come over to my house and watch it with my wife because oh, I will be somewhere it's else. So gross. It's what's okay. What is the fear? I forget what it, I forget what it's called. It's it's the fear of small holes grouped together. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's like American Horror Story. It's a this, fear. That one year. It's a fear, and I can't yeah. remember what it's called. It's like that. I can't look away. Yeah, I'm intrigued. My, my by head's it. itching right now thinking about yeah. this stuff, guys. It's yeah. similar to that, where you just you can't turn away from this stuff. <laughs> oh, it's so disgusting. It is Doctor Pimple Popper. Mm. Yeah, she had this guy had oh, holes all over his body. Fucking hell. 
from fucking oh, like, cysts that he's popped himself. Wow. And then dude. she brought him in. She popped them all. And she it was like, like I said, cottage cheese. And one of them looked like rubber bands coming out. It I, was like, I knew oh, a kid. it smelled like shit. Oh, I knew a kid in junior high school. His face, his pores were so oh, gross. enlarged. Just from like acne? Yeah, but like you could just see, gonna, all, you could see the pores. You could see all I'm the dirt in his pores. Just so <laughs> yeah, you gonna throw up in a bag and then throw oh, it, man. throw it at Alan. <laughs> yeah, get your Blackhawks jersey on. Like, I just, <laughs> I almost wanted to squeeze them. Oh, out. get out of here! Oh, it's so gross. Oh, I had an ex-girlfriend who used to pop my zits. Oh, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. especially all right. on my back. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. I hated it though because it would hurt. Oh yeah, yeah. Plus, you got zits all over your back. No, like I don't zits all over. no, it was just like one or two every once in a while. Yeah. You know, they, you no, know, it was just full blown back knee. You know, would she would she pop the zits on your butt? Mm-hmm. I didn't have any zits on my butt. Oh, you I'm, tr- it's, I'm serious. If no, you had zits on your back, you got zits on your yeah. butt. No, it wasn't a Drop fucking. Trow. It wasn't a full blown fucking Bend epidemic. Over. Bend over. I'm checking no, but you. Every once in a while, I'd get one. You know, on the shoulder because I would. The reason this werewolf's episode contains nudity. If you take hot showers, it, it inflames your pores, and that's how you know it would happen. Oh, but whatever. Gross. Yeah. Did you ever hear that Joe Rogan bit where he's <laughs> it's a comedy bit, uh, and he's like working out with his buddy, and he's like, "Do you think my ass is big?" And he's like, "Man, your ass is perfect." He's <laughs> like, "You think so?" He goes, "You got a tight ass." He goes, "I bet you your ass is so tight, I can't even stick my dick up your ass." <laughs> he goes, "Here, let me try. Let me try." <laughs> Uh, uh, clever. Oh, it was pretty good. So uh they they cross. Oh they yeah, get, back to the back to the movie. <laughs> she breaks her leg, so they're carrying her now. Uh let's see. Dead weight. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, we can just leave her. I'd just be like, we'll rescue after one of us. Or split up. Say like, hey, two of you stay with her, the other three of us are gonna find the way out. We'll yeah. go get help and we'll come back. That's smart. But no. No. They keep going. Yeah. Well, soon after this, we got fucking Voldemort and Gollum's kid. Yeah. <laughs> My son said. He goes, it looks like Voldemort and Gollum had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't disagree bit. with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. We got these creatures. They this they start coming out. They First, they only think there's one. Yeah. But there ends up being like a whole herd of these motherfuckers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These pale, like clicky noise. They did look like orcs. Yeah, yeah, they did kind of look like orcs. They had like they look like vampires, like a little bit like. Oh well, it's funny you mentioned those that. Feratus. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, well, the filmmakers. Uh, so they kind of modeled. They it modeled off. it after Nosferatu. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and I also read that the filmmakers didn't show the girls what the creatures look like yeah. until, until they were filming. Until they were. Filming. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. that is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, they start getting attacked. Uh, the broken leg chick gets got pretty quick. Yeah, they get ambushed. Yeah. So yeah. three of them get away. The broken leg chick. Four of them get away. No, actually five of them get away. One of them, the broken leg chick gets got. The Juno is attacking some of them. Yeah. She hears something behind her. Yeah, and she turns yeah. and swings her pickaxe or whatever. And and she, yeah, that's what I mean. There's there's yeah. three. They separate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it it. There's three that get away, and then there's three that are in that area. Oh, okay. Where they get ambushed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and Juno so, swings around and actually hits one of the other girls. And it's the girl who saw her at the beginning, yeah. whitewater rafting, who was saw her like have that moment with 
with Sarah's husband. Yeah. Yeah. And as like she's falling, like, you know, they, they kind of make eye contact and she's like, uh, and she falls and she rips off Juno's necklace that she's wearing. Mm-hmm. So now the necklace is in the girl's hand. Now, but she's not dead. She's laying there and she's like, help me. And Juno's yeah. like, uh, and she's kind of backs away. Now, yeah. this came across to me as an accident. What about you guys? Oh, absolutely. This was an accident. It was an oh, ac- yeah, it was totally an accident, yeah. but she left. But she her, left right? her she there left her. to, to die. die. And yeah. then she told the other girls that she got got. Well, she technically never said the creatures. That's true. Killed her. Uh, that's true. <laughs> she said she's she's gone dead. or something. Like <laughs> yeah. She's dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so. I mean, she was she was pretty much fucked. She was gonna die. Yeah. What could you do? Listen, you tell everybody it was an accident. I killed her. Let's move on with our lives and try to get out this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. She was probably worried they wouldn't believe her. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. Well, I think what made it messed up was that she wasn't dead. Like she left yeah, her there, presuming that she was going to die. Like she could have dragged her out and, like, you know, tried to help her, but right. she didn't. Cause yeah. Because yeah. she's selfish. Because she's the worst. Yeah. She's a bitch. She thinks about herself. She yeah. thinks about herself and her yeah. kid. Uh huh. And other people's Michael husbands. Sarah. She was super annoying. <laughs> and so uh, they, the other, there's two other girls that are kind of hiding. Yeah. Together. Were they sisters? Best friends, lovers. I think I they're all friends. Yeah, I think they're these, these two friends. were really close. But I though. don't think they were related. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, and then Sarah's gone. She's out there getting attacked by herself. Um, Juno meets up with the two other girls, and uh, she's trying to look for Sarah. She's like, "We got, we can't leave without Sarah." Yeah. I know everybody else is dead, but we got it. We can't leave without Sarah. And they're like, whatever, we got to go. Yeah. I don't think they those two girls knew Sarah as well as Juno did. Yeah, maybe not. Right. Yeah. Juno was like trying to get in Sarah's good graces somehow. Yeah, yeah, like she was yeah. trying to like reconcile for the fact that she was a bitch to her. Yeah, and I think there was some guilt yeah, also. Guilt. Yeah. So they come to this that hanging where they got to like, there's like a cliff again. Yeah. And the one and the one girl's like hanging from the cliff, and then she looks up. There's a creature. These creatures can crawl on the ceilings, mm-hmm, like Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. And there's a creature right above her. It attacks her, slices her neck, kills her. Yeah. The other girl gets killed. Juno jumps off the cliff and lands in water. She gets out of the water, and Sarah's right there. Now, meanwhile, Sarah was she got trapped in like this big pool of blood. Yeah, yeah. That was a cool scene. Oh, it's so disgusting yeah. though. Imagine how bad that stinks. Yeah, and she like slowly comes up like yeah. out of the water. Yeah, she's like Schwarzenegger and like yeah. Predator. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what I thought of when I saw that scene where she had the torch, right? Yeah. At this point she had the torch. Yeah. It's like when Schwarzenegger's got all that mud all over him mm-hmm. and yeah. he's all And it's right here where she figures out how these creatures work. Yeah, and how they, they use like echolocation like bats that they can't yeah. they're blind. So yeah. if you hold really still, it can just walk right past you. Right. Yeah, like a T Rex. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And and something at this point in the movie, what I was trying to uh I kept reminding myself of was uh there was light sources so that you, the viewer, could see what was going on. But you had yes. to keep in mind it was pitch black and yeah. dark. Well, they had the glow sticks. They had the glow sticks. But for the moments where, you know, they didn't have anything, it, yeah. you know, all they had were those shitty lights on their helmets. Yeah. yeah. That was actually one of the things I wrote down in my notes that I liked about this movie was the glow sticks. Uh, one, it was useful for the story for them to be able to see, but I thought it, it gave a lot of the scenes like a cool green tint. Yeah. Uh, it just made the yeah. lighting look really cool. Yeah. So Sarah ends up meeting up with Juno. Right. Uh, actually, she finds 
the one friend who's like half oh, dead. Oh, that's right. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. And that's the friend an is scene. like talking to her and she hands and her like, the necklace. Yep. And she's like, Paul gave this to her. So she basically tells her like, your husband was cheating on you with you. Yeah. Oh. And she looks at it and it's got the inscription on it. It's like live yeah. life. Yeah. At first, Sarah didn't believe her. That, before she handed her the necklace, she was like, no way. No, Juno wouldn't do this to you. Yeah, Juno yeah. wouldn't do this. And then she handed her the necklace. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So she's got the necklace. So she goes up to Juno. And she, when she meets up with him, she's like, where's, what's her name? She's like, she's dead. And she's like, you saw her die? And she's like, uh, yeah, sure. Anyway, let's go. She's like, okay, let's mm-hmm. go. And Sarah's like, hmm. But she I know, knows. I know. I know. So they go. And then all of a sudden, they're surrounded by these creatures. Yeah. And they start fighting them off. Pickaxes. It's a pretty cool fight scene. It's a really good yeah. fight scene. Like, like, like she smashes one of their heads uh, with a rock, like a melon, and then she stuffs her thumbs oh. into its eyeballs. Yeah. That oh. was pretty cool. That was gross. You know, I was... I was <laughs> You guys know I'm big into wrestling. Yeah. And uh, Alan, I know you know a lot about wrestling too. Do you remember um, Ming? Yeah. Oh, Haku. Haku. Dude. Like there's a story about him like in real life. There's a lot of stories about He's a real tough guy. Yeah. uh, And like you don't fuck with him. And he was at a bar one night and some people were saying some racist shit. And he finally had enough of it. And he like dug his finger into one of the guy's eyeballs. And like scooped it and was like don't fuck with us anymore. And like had it like popped out. I'm going to pull your eyeball out. (laughs) Yes. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Is that guy blind now? I don't know. Did he sue him? No. No. This. (laughs) Wow. A lot of these stories are back in the eighties where things were like a little more renegade than there are now. Yeah. You know know what I mean? Like, well, the guys would travel by, you know, car. Yeah. They would drive from town to town and spend the night in shitty hotels. Yeah. And, like shit would happen at a bar and nobody would ever know about yeah, it. It was you like know, a bar in like North Dakota. That kind of stuff. Yeah. And there was one story where I think Bobby Heenan tells it or something where he says Ming just, he put his fingers inside a guy's mouth and broke off his jaw. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And and he swears and like a lot of these guys swear by these stories. But they also say that the guy's like the sweetest guy in the world. <laughs> yeah. Like just don't fuck with him. Yeah. Of course pull, you gotta yeah. say he's the sweetest guy in the world. Rip, you your, eyeballs rip out. your eyeballs out in your jaw. Real quick, Jake the Snake said something where somebody asked him about Ming, like, you know Did he literally tear him a new asshole? <laughs> no, no. Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake models. said something about like uh, having a gun but using it on himself if he had to deal with Ming. <laughs> Because if he tried to shoot Ming and, and if missed. Ming lit, if yeah, <laughs> you, the, yeah, Ming would get him or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's funny. Um, but these fight scenes in this movie, uh, this fight scene in particular was really good because it was also well lit. They had the they had the flares going. Yeah, they had the torches. Yeah, there was this red glow to everything. Like like David said, that the the thumbs through the eyeballs were yeah. just crazy. It was awesome. Um, and you know what? It was believable too because these were these were athletic women. These, yeah, these were very sporty. Yeah, I didn't think anything yeah. about. I wasn't like, oh, they wouldn't know how to fight. Yeah, like, they were all like in it was, shape. And, it was a little stylized at at points, but it wasn't Kill Bill. But I thought it was but, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was. Yeah, like yeah, I agree. I thought they were really cool scenes. So they get to a certain point and. Sarah confronts Juno about something and then she like shows her, shows yeah, her she the dangles necklace. dangles the necklace. Yeah. And Juno's, and Juno's like, like, shoot. Uh-oh. And then Sarah just takes her pickaxe and chops her right in the knee yeah. and yeah. leaves it there. Yeah. And she like fucks her up. And Juno's left there. She can't fucking walk. She's yeah. got her own pickaxe, but she can't walk. And the creatures are surrounding her uh, even more so. And Sarah's like, deuces. 
Yeah. She takes <laughs> off. She takes off and leaves Juno there screaming. Yeah. Um, Sarah finds a hill of <laughs> the largest amount of skulls and bones ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. She climbs up to freedom. Yeah. Gets to the car, drives, pulls over to the side of the road, starts crying. Yeah. She's pretty traumatized. Uh-huh. But then she wakes up. She's back in the cave. She was just dreaming. Mm. Yeah. What's interesting is this movie has two endings. So that's the um, the unrated yep. version. There's two ends endings. With her back in the cave. Right. Oh, that's and, the ending I saw. Yep. Um, the other ending. So do you remember? Like, Well, hold on real quick. Yeah, yeah. She's back in the cave and then she's just standing there and it pans, slowly pans out and she's just sitting there like with her dead daughter in front of her. Yeah, daughter's got like a birthday yeah, cake or birthday something, cake. right? So that's the and ending you that's saw. That's the ending I saw. That's I saw a different ending. Okay. Which one? You you and I maybe saw the I same I watched ending? both. Um, okay. It's, it's funny. When the movie was over, I was like, I don't remember it ending that way. So then I changed it because I, I got the DVD or whatever and yeah. I watched the other version that I remember seeing at the movie theater, which is when she pulls over and she's crying and she looks over and she sees a vision of Juno sitting there. Uh-huh. That's the end of the movie. Oh. Is that what you saw? Yeah. Which so- ending do you like better? <laughs> Um, well, that makes sense then, because The Descent 2, if you ever seen that. I have not seen it, but I know the same woman's in it, right? The same She's, she's got to go back to the cave? Yes. It's like the Lost yeah. World Jurassic Park. It takes place two days later. She takes... Okay. She's, oh, okay. She takes rangers back there or something, yes. right? Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Because I saw the ending last night, and I go, I thought there was this yeah. ending. Well, yeah. maybe we'll talk about the Descent 2. And my wife goes, I remember that ending too. Yeah. And I said... Oh, maybe that's Descent 2 I'm thinking about. Uh, uh. No, the ending that you saw, Brett, I think that was the original ending and audiences uh, weren't really happy with it. it was, so uh, they did another ending. Because the movie uh, was made in the UK, yeah. I believe, and that was the European version. And then right. when it came to the States, they're like, oh, Americans, yeah. they like happy endings. So Ugh. we got to make sure that everybody knows she got out. Well, I looked at my Ancestry.com profile and I'm a lot of Europeans, so that's why I like that ending. And I'm part cave dweller, so I like that too. Ratings, Alan, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to give it three and a half. Okay. Pamela Voorhees heads. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it had a lot of tense moments. I really enjoyed that. Uh, I thought it was a great story. Um, You know, there wasn't much to the story, but I I thought it was solid. And I thought it was cool that they did kind of a uh, all-female cast. Yeah, Um, I agree. I thought it was a little different. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was kind of refreshing. Um, The only thing I wasn't too crazy about was some of the dialogue. Um, Some of it was just kind of, I don't know if forced was the right word, but I, I thought the written dialogue for this film was just kind of lame. Like when they're going down in the cave, Juno's like, this cave is so beautiful. Oh my God. It's just like, just like super phony dialogue. It was, I can't wait till you and I are in a cave someday and you're like, this is so beautiful. This is like, so beautiful. This is how people guys. talk. It's like Realistic. Dialogue. When we're trapped out in the middle of the desert and you're like, oh, <laughs> that sunset's so beautiful guys. I'm going to look at David uh-huh. and be like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I just thought some of the He's the killer. So, some of the I just thought some of the dialogue just seemed kind of fake. Um, I don't think the acting was the best. But uh, you know, once they got into the cave and once you know shit started going down, I I thought it really picked up. Um, and I I thought it was solid. So yeah, three and a half. Yeah, I went three and a half as well. Um, I think the movie takes a little bit of time to get going. Um, the first act is a little slow, but once they get in the cave. 
it's pretty much action and tension the whole way through. Yeah. Um, a lot of suspense and just a uh, claustrophobic feeling um, that I thought was very effective. Uh, no, I've, I've always liked this movie. Uh, so three and a half for me. I, I really like it. And I'm going to give it three. Okay. I'm not going to round up to three and a half. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. Hold your ground. Uh, I'm going to give it three. Um, I like the movie. Um, there was, as you guys both have said, there was a lot of tense moments. And in particular, and we, we touched on this in our description of the movie, but when they're in that really tiny passageway, I was like kind of getting a panic oh, attack. Yeah, yeah. Um, when she was stuck in there. So um, I thought the cinematography was good. I thought it was well yeah. filmed. Yeah, agreed. Um, the dialogue, and, and I don't know, there were some times I couldn't understand what the girls were saying. And I don't know if it was just because of the way they were speaking. They all different accents. And I stuff. thought a lot of it was just filler. You know, it's just yeah. you know, oh, we're gonna have so much fun. Yeah, like you know, I get it. You guys, but like are have when fun, they were in that you know? when they were in that narrow passageway, and the one girl's like, I got a joke for you, and she told her a joke. Yeah, like I didn't, I don't know, understand what the joke was. <laughs> it was something about an orgasm. That's all that I remember, and I was like, that's the only yeah. word I could pick out. Yeah. Um, but three Pamela Voorhees heads for me, so yeah. that uh, gives it about three and a half, three and yeah, a quarter. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Neil Marshall, the director, uh, he took inspiration from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Thing, and Deliverance. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I could see the influence of all three of those. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, do we got time for a game? Sure. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give you guys a game. Funny you mentioned that. Uh, Tobin Bell. The Descent was one of his favorite movies. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Do you want to play a game? Yeah. Hello, Cave Dweller. All right. Um, <laughs> we're going to do, do this one. Okay. All right. So to buzz in, you have to say your name. All right. So if you're going to buzz in, you would say? Alan. If you're going to buzz in, you'd say? Brett. <laughs> oh, David. <laughs> what alias do I want to use? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you uh, a tagline. <laughs> to a movie and you got to tell me what movie it is Ooh. I'm going to give credit I mean I'm sure this game has been played before but uh, I was on a podcast called Movies and Stuff with Rob and Jay and we played a game like this and so I'll give credit to them uh, I guessed it on their podcast uh, I think we talked about some killer spider movie oh yeah Tim Shatner yeah yeah the shat yeah Shats. that movie was a bunch of shat <laughs> <clears throat> alright so the first one you guys ready get your voices on the buzzers I'm ready <laughs> this summer, terror won't be taking a vacation. Blood is thicker than water. Alan. Jaws. No? You got a guess? I have no idea. Is it is it Piranha? Halloween H2O, 20 years later. Oh, oh. that's a tricky one. All right, ready? The, the blood thicker than water. Yeah. Thing. All right, score zero, zero. You're both losers. <laughs> Question two. Sometimes dead is better. Oh, I know this one. Uh, David, go ahead. Is it Pet Cemetery? Ding, 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 ding. All right, very good. All right, keep score. You got one. (laughs) Question three. Trapped in time, surrounded by evil, low on gas. Alan, go ahead. I know this one. Army of Darkness. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. I was was trying to... I, I was thinking, Evil Dead? No, Army of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of worried. All right, question four. He got a point. Did you mark it down? Yeah. Uh, question four. And remember, the next scream you hear may be your own. If you got anything, Dave? And remember. Uh-uh. All right. 1963, The Birds. Oh. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a Hitchcock. You're a Hitchcock fan. Yeah. 
Fuck that movie. All right. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> no, I like that movie. Number five. They'll get you in the end. Oh. Oh, um, oh Jesus. I know what this is. I do too. Um, Alan. Go ahead. Ghoulies. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 I've fallen behind. <clears throat> Huh? They'll get you in the end. You've fallen behind. <laughs> They'll bite your butthole. <laughs> but they won't, because in Ghoulies 1, it never happens. never happens. The only thing more terrifying than the last 12 minutes of this film are the first 92. Oh, um, uh, shit, I know this one too. Say it again. Uh, God, I've... The only thing more terrifying than the last 12 minutes of this film are the first 92. Alan. Uh, David, damn it. Is it VHS? No. Nope. Okay. Uh, is it Suspiria? Yes. Yeah. Suspiria. The new one or the old one? The, the old, old one. one. Old one. <clears throat> All right. Buy a bag, go home in a box. David. Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> nope. That's not the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Chopping mall? Nope. Damn it. Buy a bag, go home in a box. Oh, no. It's... <sighs> it's a newer movie, isn't it? No hints. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm not, I don't know. I don't care. What is it? Uh, popcorn. Yeah. Oh. Buy a bag, mm-hmm. go home in a box. All right. Damn it. I have that movie too. <laughs> <laughs> to avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. Oh, Jesus. I have, I, sounds familiar I have this movie. I can't fucking think of it because I was reading. <sighs> just keep. Jesus. It sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. All right. The last house on the left. Oh, okay. Damn it. The night no one comes home. Oh, um. Alan. Go ahead. Halloween three. That is right. You're damn wearing the it. goddamn shirt. I am. This is, uh, <laughs> All right, this is the last one. What's the score? Disgrace. It's three to two, Alan. All gotta, right, David, you got to get this. Oh, my God, so much pressure, so much pressure. If this picture doesn't make your skin crawl, it's on too tight. Oh, dude, what the fuck is this movie? Oh, no. If this picture doesn't make your skin crawl, it's on too tight. I've read this before. Ah, oh, Jesus. Black Christmas. Damn it. Alright, from everybody here at the name that tagline game, I'd like to say a hearty adieu. What do I win? You win bragging rights over David. You win every game over David. Does he? <laughs> oh, we did we tie in the last one? I don't know. Whatever. What was the other one that we played? I don't like remember. Trivial Pursuit or no, something. No, that was me and you. That was, yeah, uh, we that was tied. You guys. Because we're equally Monster dumb. Battle Royale. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have any ideas for games or you think you could name some taglines better, you could contact us. David? Uh, you can go to Twitter where we are the Swearwolves. We're also the Swearwolves on Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram as the Swearwolves Podcast, all one word. Um, you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our website, which is theswearwolves.com. Uh, so for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And don't go underground. Yeah, don't go underground for anything. <laughs> not at all. It's not a good idea. There's poop down there. <laughs> it's labeled poop. It's yep. really chud. It's in the, it's in the poop bin. <laughs>
Take me down six, six underground, underground. The crown <laughs> beneath your feet. Do you know that song? No? Sneaker pimps? Yeah. Whatever. I'm gonna be. Mmm. Fucking R. Kelly. You got a baby in you. Yeah, don't do that. David takes a wrong turn. <laughs> Seth Rogen oh, sticks shit. his dick in your butt. Or is it Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan, not Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Uh, oh, it's my dick. Uh, <laughs> oh, I could stick my dick. <laughs> Can I mention shit demons? Why? Why not? Because they're underground, right? Shit demons? Yeah. What are shit demons? From Dogma. Where it came out of the toilet. Yeah. Yeah, go for it, man.